The following Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast is based on real events from the history of American crime. Some of this imagery might be upsetting. Listener discretion is advised. Incident. In- incident power. Incident. In- incident power. Incident. In- incident power. 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 Incident. In- incident power. Incident. In- incident power. Incident. In- incident power. So, uh, a monumental recording session is about to happen here. We have both halves, well, 80%, I guess, of the strength check team. If you guys, the team or squad or whatever you want to call yourself, the party. Uh, The situation. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The happening is here. It's a happening. This is the opportunity specialist. Um, we are Sans Thomas Conmy. Tom, uh, I'm not sure when this is going to air. Probably sometime in September. Tom just finished working San Diego Comic Con and is flying home to turn around to go out to Gen Con. And then I heard he's going to Atlanta. So this is very much like a Carmen San Diego situation. Um, we don't know, and I don't think that Tom knows either at any given time where he is, um, but he couldn't be here tonight. So rather than try to run two games with two people each, I decided to take advantage of this because Solar, the cop, isn't here to drag everything down. <laughs> Cops always ruin a party, as we know. Although I was looking forward to Amos and Nim's interaction with uh, Solar. <laughs> oh, yeah. So... Uh, <laughs> Your your really implicit instructions, I think, for this session is to cause as much trouble as you can, um, just to see. Because when we record again, I would like somebody to have to like explain <laughs> to Solar and Rusty and and Joey Greenhorn what exactly <laughs> just happened. What have they found themselves in? I mean, I have a feeling that that's probably not going to be too much of a problem. So we start with. At the house, at the mansion of Alexander Tate, where Percy and Zafira are. And uh, Solar and Rusty um, and the whole group there have just come from this hidden salon that they found underneath Tate's study. When Solar gets a, a message on the sending stone that he has, and Rusty starts blowing up too, and Solar kind of listens to it a little bit, and he has this big, like, like angry kind of sigh, right? Like, he's, he's really annoyed um, at what he just heard, and he's like, "Well, uh, so you guys have to go, Joey. You stay here to make sure nobody comes comes into the house." Um, Rusty and I just got called to another murder, someplace. And he turns to Rusty, and he's like, "Have you heard of this place? Someplace in the underneath called Sam's Gold Buy and Pawn. Some something happened down there. I I, I don't know, <laughs> but we got to go." And so they they rush. Um, Percy and Zafira out out of Tate's house, locking the door behind them. Joey Greenhorn, as a good Greenhorn cop, posts up, and you guys are are out into the world now. Solar and Rusty get into their 
into their carriage that had not been stolen um, in spite of the best efforts of of that gang and they take off full speed to go investigate this murder that just happened at Sam's Gold Buy and Pawn. So, uh, Zafira and Percy, um, what do you want to do now? I don't know. I know it. <laughs> so, so painful. I don't know. No, no, because Zafira, hearing that there is another dead body and another murder, would want to follow them. Oh, that's okay. All right. Percy, what do you think about this? Well, uh, Percy is in shock because he heard that name. Yes. Uh, that was that was said. Miriam Gratain. Miriam Gratain. There was, you found a book on uh, Tate's bookshelf that was written by Miriam Gratain. Right. He's, he's still, he's, he heard the name. He got ushered out of the house. Mm-hmm. And now he has a reason to be in there because now he's kind of almost involved. It's, it's definitely uh, connected to his family name. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's see. Can we do a uh, let's do a uh, perception check to see just how everything looks on the outside? See if there's anybody else lurking about. Okay. So and roll this dice here. You already resigned. <laughs> You're already sad, and you haven't rolled yet. Already. <laughs> okay, if my if my rolls from the past three days are any indication of my luck, I'm the one who should be sad. Uh, let's see. Roll to twelve. Uh, and you, so you're just looking to see if anybody else is looking around outside. If there's just anything out of sorts, um, whether or not it's just a greenhorn hanging out inside the house. Uh, yeah, you don't see anything um, unusual. The crowd that had been there before had had left. When the the cop car takes off, um, when Solar and Rusty leave in their carriage, you know any any other interest that had had been around is is pretty much gone. So it's really just you guys standing outside, Joey standing watch. Okay, all right. So let's see. So Percy, Percy's thinking about it. Because mm-hmm. now now we got to get back in there. We gotta figure out what's what. We gotta figure out why. Why is this family name coming up? I mean, he had a hunch, but mm-hmm. now it's getting kind of serious. Okay, so we've got one vote to to follow the police uh, down to the underneath, and we've got one vote to try to break back into the house <laughs> that that you were just in. Um, so how? Uh, wait, uh, but Percy's got also got a plan. Yeah. So let's hear this plan. Well, he has. A uh, forgery kit. Okay. And now he knows he has to get involved. Uh huh. So he just kind of looks around for a second and said, Yeah, I'm going to take a walk. Okay. Where's he going to walk to? Let's walk out of sight. <laughs> okay. So do you want to try to make like a stealth check or anything? Or are you just yeah, going to. Let's do a stealth check. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> let's take a walk. All right, make your stealth check. I made it, and I got a fourteen. Okay, I mean it's a it's a it's always dark here. It's it's raining. You I mean you don't really have a lot of trouble, kind of disappearing. Um, but is uh, Zafira Zafira? Are you gonna follow him on this? He just said let's take a walk. So I think it's um, kind of implied that. Yeah. You want to? Well, Zafira would follow. She'd be curious about the dead body, but 
kind of seeing with this other person that she is you know, just met and all this craziness going on. He was asking weird questions. <laughs> She'll probably see what's going on with him. Yeah. Okay. She can find a dead body anywhere. It's a big city. There's probably one somewhere <laughs> laying around she can mess with. You want me to roll self-check too? That's up to you. That that's that's up to how she's gonna interpret this this invitation mm. to like sneak off into the shadows with Percy Grits. <laughs> um yeah. I feel like she probably realized he was kinda looking around trying not to be seen, going toward yeah. Going toward something. Toward something. That's twelve. I suck. Again, I mean it's it's dark, it's it's not I mean, there's nobody really around looking for you anymore. I think Joey would probably be trying to keep an eye on you, given how bizarre everything was that just happened. But he's a greenhorn for a reason, and so he's he's not really able to keep track of you for for too long. So you're both you're both hidden. So what's what's the next step in Percy's plan? All right. So Percy uh, looks at Severe, and he says, "Yeah, so I think I'm about to do something really, really stupid." <laughs> Uh, run it by me, and I'll tell you how stupid I think it is, and if I can help you. <laughs> okay, I need to crack this case for myself, so I need to become a private investigator licensed by Backfire. Okay. I got this forgery kit here. Can you fake some signatures for me? I can try my best. Alright. So first he gets out his little forgery kit, and he starts... Doing some, well, attempting to do some uh, automatic writing just to make it as official looking as possible. Okay. Then he's this uh, backfire private investigator type person. Uh huh. So I, I suppose you need roles for that. So. Me, yeah, me, I think so. Let me get this tight out. I think this is a sleight of hand. I, I think this should be a sleight of hand check. Okay, yeah. All right. so. May the dice gods be in your favor. Just for fun. Oh, hey, I got 17. All right, uh, you are able to come up with a reasonable facsimile of something approximating, like, a, a license in the private investigators guild. <laughs> so, Percy Gritz is, is a pig. So... Well, let, let, let's wait. Let's have him define his his, his newfound stature now. But it, but it was but it was the acronym is the thing. I, <laughs> I had to beat I had to, I had to, to beat Re to it. I had to beat Re to it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I was distracted thinking about the gummy bears that are over there on the shelf that I could go get, but oh, don't want to get up and go get. Get them gummy bears. All right. Yeah, my dad won't miss them. No. As your as your DM, I give you permission to steal your dad's gummy bears. I feel like it falls under my my purview. He won't so, miss any. So no. she doesn't have to roll a sleight of hand for that. Nope. Inspiration, in fact. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so well. Oh my god, it's a lot of gummy bears. <laughs> it is a lot of gummy bears. Well, Percy is forging this private investigator's license in the shadows, in the rain, uh, <laughs> in the middle of the street. We we turn now to the continuing adventures of Alos and Nim. <laughs> Alos and Nim 
are standing outside of Sam's gold buy and pawn. <laughs> a little worse for wear with their companion, uh, Paul slash St. Cuthbert. So how how are they doing after after what just happened? Well, well Nim's well, Nim's fine. You know, Nim didn't take too much uh, damage, as we could say. Uh, <laughs> so to speak. Encounter. Okay. Um, uh, it was took a couple licks. I've, I've I've been better, but I'm not at death's door. Okay. Paul just so the news, right? Yeah, Paul's fine. Yeah, he's good. Um, the last thing that he had told you was that he wanted to seek out his friend Leslie to try to get some some sort of information about uh, what was going on with him. Not that you guys haven't been helpful, and he's well, he had been really thankful for all the guidance that you had given him until that incident in the store um, <laughs> where <laughs> Nim, Nim hit him. <laughs> Much in the way of like a Division 2 like strength and conditioning coach might hit like a defensive tackle to try to fire him up. <laughs> that, that same kind of uh, misguided <laughs> way that look you're giving me right now. I mean, you guys are still level one, so <laughs> long oh, way, fair. Fair long way to Alabama. <laughs> right. No, no mix got it. <laughs> My mind is briefly flashed. Like, it, would it be realistic to have Nick Saban show up in the game? <laughs> <laughs> All matter of evil can appear and backfire. There's no reason why Nick Saban can't too. <laughs> oh God. Anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Sponsored by by Alabama. I don't. Think. Roll tide. <laughs> oh, gross. Oh, oh man. Oh boy. Yeah, tag them in this and see what they say. <laughs> uh, anyway, so Paul slash Saint Cuthbert wants to go find his friend Leslie. Um, are you guys going to allow him to go or or not? Because he's, he's basically charging off. He's not really sure which direction, but he's charging off in a direction. I would probably follow along. Uh, okay. Hopefully he's not too mad at me. I didn't uh, <laughs> I didn't hit him in the melee. Um, <laughs> it was a love tap. It wasn't even that hard. <laughs> It was my best role too. <laughs> it was okay. So he's he's talking to himself, and he he's basically trying to reason through, like where would where would Leslie be this time of day? Would she she like she has this bookstore, but would she be in the bookstore, or would she be with some of those those layabouts that she likes to associate herself with? Would and, she be in a bar? Answer, yes. She would. He... Ayla says that to him, and he gets, like, the dirtiest side eye. (laughs) Like, like, no. And and he says to him, in, like, his his best sort of... Like, he's very patronizing about it. He says, Ayla, I I believe that you have had enough to drink today already. (laughs) But but you said that she was with layabouts. 
totally do the air quotes. Oh, yeah. Uh, would, would those layabouts not be found in a box? <laughs> I mean, he's got a point there, Paul. He, he as, says... As a person who's been called a layabout, and the frequency that I go to bars... He says, no, just... no, 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 not... Not layabouts in in that sense. These are people. These are people who who offer no real. They don't contribute anything to the moral fabric of the city. You two gentlemen, for all of your eccentricities, <laughs> um, are very clearly men of the faith. For the the alcoholism notwithstanding. You you are certainly too hard on yourself, calling yourselves layabouts. No, 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 not like this Tate fellow. Uh, wait, Tate? Yes, Tate's yes. Who? Wait, wait a second. What Tate are you talking about? This friend of Leslie's. His name is. Oh, he's. They just call him Mister Tate. He's some such and such. I'm not. But I need to talk to Leslie. The director? I think he has something to do with that that sort of thing. I am more of a reader, you understand. Plays so, and these I, these dramas. It's all... And you know, the problem with men like that is that it's really corrupting the kids these days. Well, I, 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 I agree wholeheartedly. But uh, are you, do, do you like this guy? Like, were you close to him? Because I've got some news for you, bud. He says, like him? I can't, I can't quite remember. But I bet Leslie knows where, I bet Leslie can explain where my, my memory went, what happened to me. Unless he's not a drinker, you understand. And he kind of laughs at his own, like his own joke in his head. (laughs) (laughs) Him laughs back a little bit. He's like, so on a scale of one to ten, if Tate were to die, uh, how would you feel about that? He kind of shrugs, like, I'm not sure what kind of. I, I think he would he would try to say something to you about like whatever Bahamut would say about the afterlife. He has he has some sort of pithy Bahamutian <laughs> scripture for you, um, and he he frames it as like as as your people might tell you about the afterlife as Bahamut teaches you, though he he may not have it entirely correct. Men like like Mr. Tate do not, as I've said, contribute much to a just world. So his loss is no is 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 not backfire's loss. Hey man, I got you. Um geez, that's kinda harsh. Um then looks over to Angle. He's like Are you gonna tell him? Because I I thought I put, made it kind of clear that the guy's dead. Uh, sure, yeah. Uh, that Tate guy's dead. <laughs> he takes it completely in stride. Like, it, he doesn't pause, and he just... But I, if he was your friend's friend, she might be upset. So where would she go when she said, answer, bar? No, no. <laughs> Um, 
<laughs> no, no. No. I'm telling you, Leslie, if she knows of this, if this is true, and he, he kind of looks at you and he says, and it is true, right? How would, how do you know that Tate is dead? Uh, they were talking about it in the bar before the fight broke out. He he laughs and he says, oh, young Alos, you clearly have drink on your mind. <laughs> perhaps, Maybe. perhaps we should pray about this. Before we continue. Trying to pray the drink away? That, that doesn't seem like it would work all that well. You know, it might be time for an intervention, Halos. <laughs> I'm going to have to start taking notes, if only just to write down the quotes. Pray the drink away. Oh, man. <laughs> That's so bad. Um, <laughs> the things you want to say. Yeah. <laughs> he says, no, no, I, I appreciate your enthusiasm to to go to another another uh, bar. And and we can we can find perhaps this is the way that you're showing your grief over the loss of Mr. Tate. But I, I think that my my friend Leslie might um, indulge herself in in something a little bit different. If she if she really does know about this, and, and assuming that your associates at the bar are correct that Mister Tate is dead, I think that Leslie always had a sweet tooth. I could go for cake. I could always go for chocolate. <laughs> Death by chocolate. <laughs> now there's this place down here called Death by Cupcake. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Some say it's better. Some say it's better, you know. <laughs> Chocolate's more robust down here. In the darkness. Yeah, it's dark chocolate. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Beat me to it. <laughs> okay, so back to Percy Grits, Master Forger. Percy Grits? Percy Grits. Concerned Bard. Concerned <laughs> Mm-hmm. How's right, that going? So, well, he's got his, his little document. Okay. And he looks at Severe and he goes, Okay, next part. I think I'm going to need you to play along. Because this might get weird. Oh, no, it's get much weirder than it already is. My life is pretty weird, so we should be good. Okay. So, first starts walking back towards the house. Zephyr is going to follow. And, um, walks right up to the Greenhorn, and just about the, the green The Greenhorn who knows your face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he just looks at him and goes, yeah, uh, have they been here yet? Uh, Joey says, no. So are you sure? The people that look like us? Make a deception check. Okay. Well, this is where it goes bad. I'll help. <laughs> Fourteen. And he kinda He kinda squints at you and he's like the people who look like you but you were just yeah. here. Uh hate to tell you, but we really weren't. We were about three neighborhoods east. Three and he kinda he kinda thinks about it for a second. It's like 
Why were you why were you over there? We didn't get a call about anything over there. They didn't tell you that uh, <laughs> they didn't tell you that the, uh, the the doppelgangers are up, did they? The, the doppelgangers are up? Yep. It's very very twisted stuff. Oh, you're new, aren't you? <laughs> it's so hard to keep a straight face because when Griff is like, it's going to get weird, I know exactly how weird it can get and I'm like nervous <laughs> about what might happen. Um, so uh, he says, he says, I am, I am new. Second day on the job. Okay, so they haven't gotten to you yet, have they? Who? The people that control the doppelgangers. Who, who are the people that control the doppelgangers? That's the problem. We don't know what their faces look like. So what they do is they take other people's faces and they confuse people by leaving bodies and going to places and making people think that there's more than two people. He says, what does it have to do with, with what happened to this guy? I'm confused right now. That's what we're here to find out. We just had to make sure that the others had left. Well, I'm the only one here. Well, we can't let the doppelgangers know that we're on to them. But, we have to go back inside. But you've never been inside. Person just pulls out his little sheet. Man, I've been everywhere. (laughs) He he looks at this this forged private or this certificate from the private investigators guild. Um the ink is still fresh and the ink is running on it a little bit from all the the moisture in the air. Um but he's I'm gonna roll I gotta roll for him. I gotta I gotta think about I gotta give him a fighting chance here. <laughs> I rolled a one. <laughs> so he he looks at it and he's like, Well every everything seems to be on board, Mr. Gritz. Maybe I'll get a promotion out of this. Captain Greenhorn pretty soon. Come on in. Thanks. Walk on inside. Okay. The uh, person makes a beeline for where that book is. Okay. So the the book uh, was called Slow Thinking, Fast Acting by Miriam Gratain. Uh, on the top left shelf in... Tate's study. So Percy goes for the book. Does he pull it off the shelf? Hi again, everybody. This is Dr. Andy Wilzak. I wanted to say thanks again for taking time to listen to the show. We really appreciate it. The reason why I wanted to make Strength Check into an actual play D&D podcast, um, when there are so many other actual play shows out there that are probably... Um, way better than anything that I could do is I want to draw your attention to a project that I'm a part of here in northeastern Pennsylvania. We're calling it 
play for progress. And the idea is to use D&D and eventually, hopefully, probably other tabletop games to help middle school and high school kids who are struggling with mental health problems or addiction issues or who feel alienated or isolated in some in some way. Um, this part of Pennsylvania has been hit really, really hard by the opioid crisis. Um, this part of Pennsylvania has a very high alcoholism rate. And this part of Pennsylvania is diversifying very quickly, and there are those who have capitalized on that to try to create more conflict between people. So we have a lot of kids here who are alone and who are suffering, um, and suffering mightily. So what we're doing, and the point of this message now, is to just let you know that we are raising money to make Play for Progress a sustainable force for good in the northeastern Pennsylvania area. Um, If you have even $5 to spare for us, you can go to gofundme.com slash playforprogress with hyphens between the words, so play hyphen for hyphen progress. Um, And anything that you can give us will go a long way towards making us sustainable. Thank you.